Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, to get 20, 20, 20, to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. This fucking podcast tonight. Here, what if I, can I... Is it better? Yeah, I mean, you See, look. Brandon you're... backs the fuck away, so son of I'll be right here. This is where I'll be. Well, it's just you know, we go from this to this. I just feel like this is more Brady bunchish. This this looks better. It's, it's more it's more intimate, you know. Yes. Yeah. Logan can't spell intimate, but it is intimate. I haven't been intimate in a long time either. <laughs> well, that's because you keep texting your wife, "Hey, babe, do you want to be inanimate tonight?" Right. <laughs> you want to be inanimate tonight? She's like, "Yes." Yeah, so she's like, "Fuck yes." Isn't that what they usually do? I want all of it. Um, like, you know the way to my panties. Yeah. Fold them. If you're I am, wondering, God, that that my network sticks today and doesn't do what happened at the end of Tuesday. Yeah, that was bad. I'm just hoping that we don't have audio issues like last week. I blame StreamYard. I did everything. I think we did everything right. There was just something going on. Um, and I've heard of some other people that uh, use StreamYard as well that were having some issues. Uh, the other day, the guys from Talking Beards, they lost their entire Facebook, they, the ability to post on Facebook. And that's their biggest platform. So that was a bummer for them. But uh, hey, we're I'll live. If you're there. wondering why we were coming in with some jokes, because we're doing the best comedians tonight. But we're not. You guys are. We're going to present them in a bracket. Uh, I have to assume that most people here have been here before. We're going to present it. You're going to vote. And we're going to see who ultimately becomes the best comedian uh, in the Beard Laws thing. We we drafted 25 of them the other day. I got to admit, I think it was overall, with the five of us voting, I think it was the best um, 25 picks that we did. Maybe there was one or two that were in different places. But, hey, they were pretty good. Well, and, and we... We, we did ask, and, and we all agreed that our third-round picks, all of us, chose our third-round picks as, you know what, man, if I if I could make a different pick, I think I would have changed out my third-round pick. Yeah. I mean, I liked my third round. Yeah. I, I would just say uh, I, I feel like, yes, I agree with all of that, that I think we did really well. I also would say that just goes to show, goodness gracious, how stacked the comedians are when it comes to stand-up. Yeah. And uh, let's show you guys the bracket of what you are going to be voting on today. So this is what we have here. Obviously, we'll go from this matchup all the way down round one. Then we'll go to round two, three, four, and the winner. It's March Madness. You guys should be used to filling out brackets. This should be no problem for you. So this is what we're going to do. And uh, obviously, and Logan was looking down because he was filling out a bracket. If anybody wants to, you guys have until we start to do the first pick. You can email it to just just send it over to Matt at Beardlaws.com. I don't think uh, Zach has full access to his email yet. And Logan, um, I didn't even know how to spell email. So there we go. Man, there is some treats in your email when you finally get into it. It's been a while since I looked. I'm not going to lie to you. I'm only going to be upset about one first-round matchup, and that's because it's going to definitely eliminate somebody that should be in the later rounds. I'm thinking you're going with game six? Yes. This one. There definitely should be somebody in the later rounds. 
And for anybody that's just listening uh, for the podcast only, you're really missing out. You should try to come live. Uh, Well, don't come live. You should try to be live to the show. Uh, I mean, you can come live if you want. No judgments, 2023. Some people make a great living doing that. But try to watch the show live. Uh, We'll just run the matchups real quick. Jimmy Carr, Norm McDonald, Tom Segura, Nimesh Patel. I'm going to butcher some names. Burt Kreiser, Jonathan Winters, Bill Engvall, Steve Martin, Louis Black, Jerry Seinfeld, Jim Jeffries versus Anthony Giselnik. I've been practicing that one. Bill Burr, Gabriel Iglesias. Robin Williams versus Chad Daniels, Chris Rock versus Nikki Glazer. The only woman in here feels like a sausage party. If you guys didn't do your research and watch what we recommended or listen what we did on podcasts, that's on you. Don't make votes just because you don't know them. Um, and this is my opinion. I wanted I didn't bring this up before the show, but it almost if you don't know either of them, just don't vote. Yeah. Okay. You know that's what I mean? We'd idea. rather have yeah. less votes, but the votes that matter count. Then you just throw a vote and be like, I don't know, that name looks cool, or that that one. I, you know, if you don't know, my, that's my two cents. Uh, Toby, Brandon, what's your take on that? No, I agree. I, I think you don't want to water down yeah. the votes. But go ahead. Yeah, I, I think I think it'd be better if if you didn't know one of them. It it's it's really only hurting the competition if you vote for the one that you have heard of, and you were here. Especially if you're here during the draft week and you still come in saying, I don't know this person come the the bracket week, you shouldn't be voting. You had the opportunity to learn who they were, watch some of their stuff, you know, watch one of their movies, whatever it is that we're, you know, play one of the games, whatever it is that we're voting on and, and educate yourself on what it is or who that is. Um, if you didn't do that, then I honestly believe that you're only going to be hurting the voting if you go and vote just because you yourself were too lazy to go and do the research. Oh, yeah. All right. What do you think? Want to get right into this? If you don't know, don't vote. Hell yeah. Voters. Hell yeah. First matchup. Let's bring it up back on the screen. Jimmy Carr. Norm McDonald, the 16 taking on the 17. And if you've watched any March Madness, doesn't matter the seeds. A 15 beat a two today. Yeah. A 13 beat a four today. Can a 16, seven? That's not really like an upset here. But Jimmy Carr, Norm McDonald will advance to take on the number one, George Carlin. So, um, yeah. What do you guys say? I mean, I know who I would pick. I wrote my bracket out and some other people did. But uh, Toby's ready to go, I think. Or Brandon. I just want to quite say quickly, uh, Matt said seeds don't matter. As a new father, I can tell you, definitely tell you that seeds matter. Amen, brother. Uh, Amen. That's funny. funny. I just real quick um, want to. uh, So Zach has this listed. Uh, Want to thank the five new members that were gifted today. Toby's Angel, Kristen 1973, Brooke Phelps, Michael Kelly, and Angel Lynn Cooks. Hey, shout out Toby for uh for, for the gifts. Nine month members. Speaking Hell of yeah. kids, you can, apparently you can make a kid in that amount of time and watch your seeds. Mm-hmm. Don't it's be a, a fool, wrap your tool. And hey, I realized that my uh payment option it was disconnected this morning, so I'm a member again. There you go. Yeah. You're gonna add the, the five people to the banner, right? Yeah, we got Brooke Phelps. It's right in the screen. I got it up here for you. There you go. Oh, look at that. Boom. Oh, yeah. Look at that. See, teamwork makes the dream work. Um, yeah, there we go. Big shout out. Everybody give them a thank you. And uh, let's do the thing. Yeah, it's apparently that's if, if you're on YouTube, you can see the actual logos, but it's St. Patty's Day Eve. All right, here we go. First matchup, Jimmy Carr, Norm McDonald. Let's do the thing. Let's do the thing. You guys will uh, talk about it for a little bit. I wait a little bit and I randomly press ask the community. I, Two absolutely. Go ahead. 
two two completely different types of comedians here for sure. Yep. Um, Norm Macdonald really plays. Uh, they're they're actually like almost on opposite end of the spectrum because Norm Macdonald likes to play the the kind of awkward, uh, shy kind of dumb guy when he does his his comedy, and it's 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 a brilliant delivery. Jimmy Carr plays the extremely intellectual, um, smart type of comedy really fast one-line quippers whereas norm mcdonald tells kind of more stories but they both do really good short form comedy amazing short form comedy yep i i hate that when somebody passes away they get lionized um but watching how norm did it in in the shadows and didn't let you know what he was going through until it was too late but yet still went out with a bang and didn't change who he was. And st- like, I, I, I think that that puts a little up on, for me. I agree. Everything Toby said, Toby said, but I also would mm-hmm. say, I normally say either one of these guys are good, but I would definitely give the nod to Norm. There's, there's one other experience category that they both fill equally that are different, but it has to do technically with crowd work. Jimmy Carr is probably one of the greatest crowd work people that's ever existed when it comes to hecklers norm mcdonald handles hosts of talk shows better than anybody he will snap back on it if you guys have never seen it people try to give him shit when he's when they're hosting him and try to get like like try to you know get him raged up and he will snap back and just be sarcastic as shit and embarrass a talk show host. Yep. I do want to make uh, a note of the comments that uh, wasn't Mr. Rogers' neighborhood. That was actually Shining Time Station. Uh, that Ooh. was the that George Carlin was on. And I remember because I watched it as a young man. But sorry. Yep. Well played. I mean, yeah. Well played. All right. First matchup in the books 69% of votes. Funny number. 69. <laughs> That was a good one. I, I was anticipating a little bit closer, but hey, for the first one of 16, 17, pretty good. Moving on to take on George Carlin is Jimmy Carr. Jimmy Carr. I just think he's, I don't, I just think he's a touch funnier. Yeah. And so did the viewers. So did the viewers. Oh, Norm, yeah. Norm MacDonald would have had a joke about touching yourself right there. <laughs> no doubt. Oh, absolutely. 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 Yeah. Yep. And, and just, we're we are not comedians. We try to be funny, but it turns out not many people think that we're overly funny. But sometimes people laugh. And uh, Toby's right, though. Both on the other end of each of the spectrum. Yep. Those guys are. And I'm curious how. Bar. Yeah. And how the voting shakes out. We've seen it there with Jimmy Carr. Let's uh, let's let's go into the next one. It'll show you up here. It's Tom Segura. First, Nimesh Nimesh Patel. Nimesh Patel. That's exactly how I wasn't going to say it. Um, eight versus 25. And uh, for me, it's a clear winner for me only because I know one much better than the other. And I'm, I'm a huge fan of one. Nimesh is funny on TikTok, though. Yeah, that's true. I did, I, I did go and look him up like like because I told you I didn't know who it was. So I went and looked him up. You're not wrong. He's, he's funny on TikTok. Tom Segura is funny. Yeah, fine. Yeah, different levels. Well, to be fair to anyone who doesn't know Nimesh, by when they say on TikTok, it's TikTok videos of his stand up. 
Did he, yes. he? He didn't start on TikTok, then become a comedian. Correct. He he was right. a comedian and he's a puts comedian it on. Post stuff yeah. on TikTok. Yeah. There yeah. are so, and the reason I ask is there are people that started on TikTok yeah. Yeah. and now because of the platform and the audience that now they do stand up. So, yeah. um, yeah. I didn't look that far into him. I did watch a couple of the videos and he is he is hilarious. But again, he for is, me, he is very fucking funny. Like mm-hmm. uh, no doubt, no doubt, hands down. Yeah, I'm glad yeah. that you introduced me to him because I've got more. I've got more stuff yeah. saved of his that I want to go back and look at. Yeah, and there's there's him and a few others um, that it's like a new age type of uh, stand up too. You know, it, it's different than the old stand up where they had their they had their shtick. Uh, like Dane Cook, because he's not on the list. All these, like you could watch a special and then go to a show three years later and it's the same stuff. Funny, yeah, but the same stuff, the same style. Like the new age guys, Matt Reif, uh, Nimesh Patel, and some of the others. There's a couple others that I can't think off the top of my head, but they play to the crowd. They definitely play to what's yeah. going on at the moment in society. Yep. And back then, I mean, less technology, they probably could do the same thing and, yeah. and well, get away with it. Sure. That really is, you know, I'm glad that he said that. And I know that uh, I know that the voting's over, but um, yep. I'm Tom glad won. that he said something about uh, the difference between the older school comedians and, and the new school. It, it's actually kind of cool. If you go far enough back, we're getting a repeat of history kind of when it comes to comedy, because back in the days, like you're talking about, you know, Richard Pryor, Eddie Murphy, people like this, that like they really used to play off the crowd well, and they would kind of interact with the crowd. And then you started getting more into like your mid to late nineties, you know, mid, you know, mid to early two thousands. And that all kind of stopped and they just kind of kept regurgitating the stuff you know, yeah. like each new yeah. special still contained almost half of what they had from the last one. And now you've got like people like Matt Reif and Nimish Patel. They're going back to playing off of the crowd. And I I personally find that to be a more enjoyable type of comedian to watch than somebody that just stands up there and says one thing. And I have something to say about Segura, but I'll bring it for next round because we've kind of left some time. Okay. Yeah, that's fine. So yeah, Tom no won 83% of the votes. Um, as expected, in my opinion. Um, and, the, and one of the next ones is um, going to be another good matchup here. It's going to be Burt Kreischer. I said that's what I said. Burt Kreischer. I was, I was, anyways. The machine versus Jonathan Winters. All right. I, I don't feel like a lot of people maybe know Jonathan Winters as much. Uh, I, I dug back into some of his stuff. Still pretty funny. Um, there is a clear winner for me personally, but I'm not going to say this till voting starts and I've feel like a lot of us are on the same page in this matchup. Not looking I, forward to potentially the next one. I absolutely love Jonathan Winters. Um, mm-hmm. I give him, I personally, I give him the edge in this. I fucking, Jonathan Winters had some of the best delivery um, and style. Like he had a very unique style of stand-up and storytelling that I, I've just never seen somebody else be able to emulate. Yeah, yep. he, he had the ability to uh, tell a joke and kind of give a little laugh and smile and then continue on. And you're laughing at the joke while he's starting a new sentence and he kind of but uh, it was it, it was like you didn't know if he had if this was a skit or not or if this was a, a bit. And, yeah. you know, especially when he's up there with Johnny, like, are they just having a conversation and he's just coming up with these one? It was just it was so good. Yeah. Uh, two different guys, two different generations. It's like saying who's better, Jim Brown or Adrian Peterson. Right. Like yep. it's hard to to look at the guy from the '60s and '70s, who that was his heyday, versus a guy who now 
is all over social media and people know him and the recent Very true. Yeah. No. Nope. Like I said, and and, per, and this is like a personal thing. Like, um, you might vote who do you think is the best comedian, but in, in my opinion, I think one is better, and I personally like one better. So, um, and the the voters are clearly liking one better. Seventy eight percent of the votes is for somebody. Uh, I think we can call this one. Moving on to take on Tom Segura, right? That Segura. 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 So, oh. I don't have that weird accent. I've been ability to talk like that. Uh, is Jonathan Winters moves on with seventy percent of the votes? That's impressive. It is. That is, believe it or not, those are two very similar storytellers because he does the very. The, if, if anybody's ever come close to emulating Jonathan Winters' style with what Brandon just got done talking about, where you kind of go <laughs> and then you go serious again and start going on to the next joke tom segura does that a lot who do you think drank more D fucking winners bert drinks a lot probably, though too he's probably drunk most of the time he was on stage so is bert that's why i'm asking the legit the machine i mean he he has the ability to take uh, the new technology and actually go the next morning and get those um treatments with the ivs mm -hmm. yeah. to rehydrate yeah. himself so he can start drinking again I love listening to uh, to the, their podcast where they go in about all the you know alcohol and drugs and they're wild. wild. If you've yeah. never taken a chance to listen to Jonathan Winters doing a Christmas Carol, a reading on he did a reading of it like I think it was 19 years ago on NPR. It's really good. So anyway, side note. Side note. All right, check it out. Next matchup is Bill Engvall. Engvall. How is there Engvall. any fancy accents? I've heard on Engvall. I've heard everything. Ingval, Ingval, Ingval. Depends Ingval. where you are. Taking right. on Steve Martin. 13 versus 20. That's just where they were drafted. The winner of this is going to move on to take on Dave Chappelle. Ch Chappelle. And uh, the next matchup, yes. Bill Engval, Steve Martin. I'm going to jump in here. I'm just going to say Do I don't like one. And I, I don't necessarily like the other, but I don't like one for sure. Not a fan of Steve Martin. Um, some of his, his old school... Uh, stand-up stuff is actually funnier than his acting, in my opinion. Um, he's had some good movies, don't get me wrong, but like as a straight stand-up comedian, I'm just not a fan. Uh, give me Billy Engvall. I like that guy. You know, he, he he's a very underrated and underappreciated actor or uh, comedian. I agree. I do. I, I love Bill Engvall. Like a lot of people, when you, they talk about the blue comedy, uh, blue-collar comedy tour, they they a lot of people gravitate towards Ron White, and I don't disagree with that. I love Ron White. Yep. But Bill Engvall is more relatable and more animated and more energetic with his stand-up style. And any comedian that can sit there and genuinely laugh at himself and the stuff that he's saying is I, I, I absolutely adore Bill Engvall. Yeah. Funny. Um, grew up, you know, like you said, with the, the, those guys. Great stuff. Two different, different comedians right here as well, too. So this yeah. will kind of show Martin what our what our viewership likes. Martin yeah, is I very vaudevillish. Like His Mar that special that him and Martin Short put out like right at the beginning of the pandemic, maybe a little bit before that, very vaudeville song, like song and dancey. Is it good? It, I, I I really enjoyed it, but I kind of going back to what Toby was saying about kind of going backwards in time with comedy. I think it was nice because it was so different from what was going on, like at that time. It was kind of like a like a little pop of fresh air. All right, I'm going to call this yeah. after voting. We have a winner. Moving on to take on Dave Chappelle, Bill 
Engvall. Close. 50. Fuck you, Eubin. <laughs> yeah, we're going to carry it over. Fuck you, Eubin. We set a he Guinness record. For, we started a Guinness record for how many times we could say fuck you, Eubin, in a podcast, and we destroyed it Tuesday. Um, so, yeah, moving on there is going to be Bill taking on Dave Chappelle in the second round. All right, this next one going to be another interesting matchup as well. Lewis Black versus Jerry Seinfeld. Both chosen people. I am. I absolutely despise one of these, and I absolutely love one of them, so I am not giving my opinion on this one because I do not want to sway anybody's opinion. Fair enough. It's funny you say that because as much as they are different, they are very much alike. Their delivery on every joke and everything they do is the same as their previous one. You know, like they're – both of them have a specific style of comedy that either plays to our liking or not. I I see I really like for some reason comedians that have like a cadence in a rhythm. Like I, I he was on my list, but like John Mulaney is also one that comes to mind. Like I, I, I almost him. I almost I like him. it when I can be like, oh here it comes, here's the punchline, and guy yeah, that was fucking funny still. Like, I don't know. There's just something comforting about it. I don't know. I really like even like even like Lewis Black when he's like screaming at you. I am calling this one. This could be our first ever 100% vote. Whoa. 100% of the Oh, somebody fucked it up. All right. 95% of the votes uh, have came in. And moving on to take on Eddie Murphy, the number five seed. Toby's going to love this. Sorry, Toby. Lewis Black. Wow. Yeah. I, I just want to say Jerry Seinfeld is laughing like Scrooge McDuck in a pile of money right now. Amen. <laughs> oh, yeah, absolutely is. Yeah. No. So I can only listen to so many. What's the deal with airports? See, like, I, I can only I deal with listen that to it all so day. many times, man. I want yep. him to come out now, do a special now. What's the deal with Ian S? Like, I just, <laughs> I want him to come out with one right now. <laughs> So first, I thought you said groceries. Well, I didn't know what they were talking about. <laughs> I thought you said ENS, and I was trying to no. think of that what ENS was, and I'm laughing like, yeah, that's funny. I don't know what fucking. And then <laughs> it like, registered yeah. ENS. <laughs> I'm like, that's way more funny. Yeah. If anything, though, like him or not, Seinfeld will be in here to all of us for the rest of our lives. Amen. Mm-hmm. Dude, loved him on the TV show. Absolutely loved the TV show. Can't stand his actual stand-up. Yeah, Kobe. It's not for everybody. This is the moment you were not waiting for. It's the matchup. Jim Jeffries, Anthony Gizelnik. Gizelnik. I'm going with the Gizel, like the animal. Is it Gizelnik? Yeah, I'm gonna go with Gizelnik. It's Jesselnik. Jesselnik. Okay. Jesselnik. I hope Christ Jim Jeffries wins because that's way easier to spell. I mean, now you gotta (laughs) do is copy paste. (laughs) Yeah. I can't copy and paste the first round. These two are similar. They're both crude as hell. Both of them are very crude. Um, Jim Jeffries is a little bit more political, whereas um, Anthony Jeselnik's style of comedy is dark shock humor. Like he's, you think he's going in one direction, and it's literally like a a ninety degree left hand turn. He's like a deadpan Howard Stern. I he just holds a straight face so well. I believe I believe Jim Jeffries' stories though a little bit more than I do Jesselnick. Not saying I think one is better. I think Jessel Jeffries is is believe. more believable. I I, 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 I don't read up into the stories. 
within reason, I like politics and comedy sometimes. George Carlin certainly didn't steer clear of it, so I can't say I don't want it in no. politics or in, in comedy. But I just think Jim Jeffries is a fucking whiner, and he cries too much. And I love Anthony Jeselnik or Jisnik. Yep. Well, and not to mention the fact Jim Jeffries is Australian, but he loves to talk about U.S. politics, yeah. yep. U.S. gun laws, things like that. And I'm like, all right, man. And what's surprising? So you uh, if you want, and then you can complain about this all you want. I think his stage presence is really good, though. Like, oh, they're both comedy great. on they're stage. Both, don't get me wrong. I love yeah. Jim Jeffries. I, I, I think, and I guess I don't really have a pick of who's better. I would defend Jeffries because. I don't know, he 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 draws the crowd in. Jeselnik, he's yeah. got his one-liners and his his like backdoor like you know snide comments and stuff. He said Jim Jeffries like field and the loser makes like he draws the comp the crowd right in. Moving on, hilarious. Anthony Jizz on neck, um, taking on Mitch Hedberg, which could be a very interesting round two matchup. I'm curious what the voters do for that one. So uh, next matchup, Bill Burr, Gabriel Iglesias. Cousin of the singer of that one song, Iglesias. I, I can't think of his first name. I'm going to get roasted for this, but I don't really care. I went to Jeselnik's Wikipedia real quick to look something up, and his personal life tab has two sentences in it. That he dated Amy Schumer and that he's an atheist. They couldn't find anything else. Nothing. He I'm had gonna, a fucking I'm... cable TV show. Okay, we, we've moved on. Just saying. <laughs> I'm going to let Brandon, because Brandon keeps getting cut off by everybody tonight. I'm going to let Brandon handle everybody the beginning of this matchup. No, that's okay. Well, uh, let's see the bracket again. Yes, here we go. Boom. We're on Bill Burr and Gabriel Iglesias. I love Gabriel Iglesias. What, what's so great about Gabriel is he reminds me, and, and, and listen, as a fat man, I can say this, but he is so lovable, and he reminds me of fat people like myself who on TikTok become lovable be, or, or Instagram or Facebook or anywhere else become lovable because of their character and who they are. His comedy is great. Don't get me wrong. His comedy is funny. I don't think I like his comedy as much as I like him. If that makes sense. I don't think yeah. his comedy's bad I by agree. any means and I'm not putting him down, yeah. but uh, you got to go with Bill Burr, dude. Bill yeah. Burr is just, Oh, he's so fucking good. And what I love about Bill Burr is he's not political. And he punches always, like he's punching everywhere. He doesn't give a fuck who he's hitting. He's just swinging. Yeah, and that's what I love it, about Bill Burr. Bill Burr is by far the epitome of I don't give a fuck. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Absolutely love him. Yep. Like yeah. he's he's so raw when with his with his comedy and his stories and the way that mm -hmm. he talks about him. Like, dude, just watch just watch the the one he was one of his stand ups is uh he was he was dating a black girl and he was talking about how she invited him over to his place or over to her place and it was in harlem and he was like having to walk down the streets and he's like you know as they get higher in number you know the you know the the, the worse the area gets and he's like she's like he's like so i'm thinking she's gonna tell me you know 112 one 115th street something like that she's like yeah 132nd he's like 132nd oh my god <laughs> he's like it's like I start going into all these people. He was like, they start getting named by all these people. Like this is that Adam Clayton Street? Oh God! Oh God! Did he? Did he kill a bunch of white supremacists back in the day? Like, 
it's just the way he delivers his stories. I just absolutely love him. Yep. I'm a huge, huge fan of him as well, but mm. the chat is not moving on with 60 per 61% of the votes. Gabriel. Iglesias. Oh my God. Out. Wow. I would have hoped that it was he's very lovable. That, but... Yeah. He's very lovable. And when he first very good out, person too, very, I know very relatable. Yeah. I've, I've known people that have met him in person and they say he's just as enjoyable off stage presence as he is, you know, on stage. So it's understood. Like I'm not mad about it by any means. Nope. Good matchup. Um, here we go. Let's move on to the next one. Number 14, Robin Williams taking on number 19, Chad Daniels, the chatty daddy, the chatty daddy. This is like, for me, this is a one versus 16. This is a, a Duke taking on, you know, Southwest Missouri State children of the poor, you know. <laughs> he would. Chad Daniels would back you up on that. Have you ever had chicken chow mein from a can? No, I have not. I've had pork from a can. <laughs> yeah, um, I mean, between the two of these, Chad Daniels honestly is on one of my favorite podcasts now that, that Zach recommended to me, middle of somewhere, uh, him and Cy Amerson. Fantastic duo. He is hilarious. I mean, if you haven't, again, if you don't know who Chad Daniels is, don't just vote Robin Williams because you know they're yeah. like, you should do some research and, and, and really, in my opinion, check that out. Just listen, they're, just listen. They're America's just listen. dad. Go to Spotify and listen to Footprints on the Moon. Just do that for me if you don't know who he is. Chad Daniels is also the number one com- uh, comedian on Spotify or on Spotify. I'm sorry, Pandora. Just ask him. There you go. Like when he tells his son, he's like, he's like, hey, sky's the limit, kid. He goes, he goes, I don't know why people say that when there's footprints on the moon. And he's like, I paused. And I told him, go to your room. <laughs> he's like, did I, did I say something wrong? He's like, no, you didn't. It makes sense. But you said it. So I'm fucking confused. He's like, this is the problem with this child. He's not stupid. He's an evil fucking genius, and he's taking me down with him. I like how Sai is always on the podcast, and he's like, Chad, how are you going to do stand-up when your kids are too old or out of here, and you have no more... Um, okay. No more- Sorry, go ahead. Nope, uh, that, that's all I had, but um, that, that matchup is over, but Brandon, go ahead. Wife and I, we listen to, to comedy uh, stations on our... Uh, not serious, on like Amazon radio or whatever when we go on road trips, even two-hour yep. road trips. And I've heard that bit, and I was like, that guy's fucking funny. So now I know who Chad Daniels is, and uh, I think I would vote for Chad Daniels. Yeah, I, I absolutely would have. But they didn't. They're going Robin Williams, who's going to move on to the next round to take on Don Rickles. Great little matchup there in the three seed. Robin Williams, Don Rickles. Last matchup, round one, Chris Rock versus Nikki Glazer. Like Glazer hot dogs, right? It's just spelled differently. Okay, fair enough. She would she would agree though that she runs through just as many wieners. Fair enough. <laughs> the only woman in the contest versus little lots Mac. of wieners. What's that? It's the versus little Mac. There's... <laughs> I vote myself. All right, Chris Rock. Feel like you guys know him. If you don't know Nikki Glazer, you had a whole week to do some research. Definitely funny here. Um, the way things are going, I have no goddamn clue what our audience is going to vote. And well, I think I know, but well, maybe I don't. But uh, anybody saw that while we're waiting? Anybody saw the uh, Chris Rock special? I've not, so I'm curious. I I've seen some of it. I have. Yeah, I haven't watched it. I have. Is it, is it worth watching? 
it's it's good. It's good. But I tell you what, man, that that portion about Will Smith is no joke. Holy shit! Oh, he puts a whole dinner in about shit. Will Smith. Oh yeah! Oh yeah! Oh, I've yeah. seen that part, but I not, don't. No. I had no interest in watching it, but now I want to watch it. That was the whole the, the, the entire special is actually really good. Like it is really good. Chris Rock does a good job on stand up. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yep, he's good. All right, um, gonna give this. An, I think it's. We'll just give it a second here. See if another vote trickles through. If I don't see one here in about five seconds, we'll call this because it would take a couple of votes. Closest matchup of the day, though. I'm a little surprised that this is the one that is the closest. But hey, um, all right, we good. Call it, Zach. I don't. I don't want to. But yeah, let's do it. Well, it went the other way, so... Um... Oh, all, right. all right. Moving on, Chris Rock to take on Richard Pryor. So let's uh, let's throw up. Not really throw up. Don't throw up anybody in the studio, please. Uh, George Carlin versus Jimmy Carr. Tom S. versus Jonathan Winters, because I don't have that accent. Dave Chappelle, Bill Engvall, Eddie Murphy, Louis Black, Mitch Hedberg, Anthony Jizz on his neck, Louis C.K., <laughs> Gabriel Iglesias, Don Rickles, Robin Williams, Richard Pryor versus Chris Rock. Round two. Brandon, how would you sum up round one? About, can you pull the bracket back up? About as I would have uh, assumed. I don't think there were any real upsets in my mind looking at it here. Um, I I guess Lewis Black over Seinfeld, but I get why people don't like Seinfeld. We've talked about that. Yep. Um, But yeah, I mean, I think it's pretty much there were no, none I walked away thinking, oh God. So, so good so far. Yeah, so good. And, and like you said earlier, we it's a pretty loaded field, and it's going to get even closer and, and, and crazier here. So let's uh, – anybody else have anything to say? We're out round one. Zach, do you want do you have anything you want to say now before we get into round three and you talk about round one? Uh, okay, fair enough. Just wondering. <laughs> All right. Toby, you good? Logan? Norm McDonald is just so fucking funny. <laughs> I think I, I got to disagree with the Fluffy versus Bill Burr, but I understand why. I understand why I have. Yep. I say Fluffy am, is the Jim Carrey of this dra- of this bracket. I say he makes I, a I long think, run. Ooh. I, I think I'm just I, I'm gonna kind of go along the same lines of that and just say I'm I'm not really disappointed. I'm more disappointed in with how lopsided that one was. Yeah. I w- I, I think that one should have been much closer. Um. And it's fair. I will. People, I will say know. I'm very proud to see uh, that Jonathan Winters moved on. Agree. Me too. Yep. That one. I was really looking forward to to Segura Kreischer, though. Uh, You can go and watch their fucking podcast and get that all you want. (laughs) All right. Moving on. George Carlin versus Jimmy Carr starting off. Round two. Voting's life. Go ahead if anybody wants to jump in. Uh, Do we really need to say anything? I I didn't think so, but. I don't think so. I, I really think George Carlin is just. In many, he's top three, and I should he should be top three in everybody's list at least, uh, I think. And if not, then we're going to have to have a serious conversation about your opinion and and uh, thoughts on comedy. But oh. yep, and, and not to mention My, his autobiography that he wrote at the end of his life, one of the best books I've ever read. Not just best autobiographies or biographies that I've read, one of the best books I've ever read. It is fucking hilarious. I am so I'm kind. I'm kind of like going with like uh, what Brandon was saying earlier, where I, I don't really have a problem with politics and in comedy, really, um, especially if the comedian that's kind of like their thing, like Lewis Black. I, I absolutely adore Lewis Black, and he's pretty much all politics. But 
Carlin tend to get a little preachy mm-hmm. with his. And that's the only thing. Like, I would love what he was doing. I'd, I'd be totally into it. And then all of a sudden you realize he's getting really preachy. And it would just, I would just start backing away. I'm like, oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. I, I think he fell victim to his own brand a little bit later on in life. Like, he kind of got this ethos about him. And I think he really liked having that ethos and played into it well. And he knew he had his homies that came out to see George Carlin do George Carlin shit. Yeah, yeah for I sure. Wrong there. Uh, George I Carlin does win Dylan's. 73% of the votes, 73 to 27. Thought it'd be a little Oof. closer, but George Carlin. It was for a minute, though. It was. It was pretty close. And then it just kind of kept going on. So as you can see here, the winner of this next matchup, Tom Segura, Jonathan Winners, will take on George Carlin in the third round. This could be a good one. Uh, there, there's uh, like I said, fight. these guys are very similar on their deliveries. Um, you know, I mean, Secure is very, is very close to Jonathan Winters, probably the closest comedian I've ever seen that gives a delivery similar to his, where he kind of laughs and then gets straight faced, shakes his head, and then kind of moves forward again. I am addicted to Tom Segura's stories. Absolutely addicted. He tells them in such a way that. He could tell me how he had breakfast in the morning, and I guarantee it, it'd be fucking hilarious. It's just his delivery method is just it's fucking perfect. We're talking about Tom Segura at this point. Yeah. What I wanted to say about him last time is, is what's so great about what he does is he's so low. And he's and what, what and this is this this goes through across stages from Shakespeare to now. He's so low and he slowly builds you up and he builds you up and he builds you up. And you're thinking, oh, this guy's not going to yell. And it's not even just yell. But when he starts getting in your face, it's it's funny as shit because I'm right here. And what the fuck are you thinking? You know, it's yeah. it's it's Tom Segura. And that's what he does so well is he slowly builds the audience up to the punchline. And then, hey, you fucking idiot. Right. Yeah, he probably has one of the best um, like black guy yells, <laughs> as he calls it, that I've ever heard. <laughs> yep. Absolute, absolute legend. Uh all right. Bye. And in the poll, we have a winner moving on to take on George Carlin. It's Tom Segura. Good look. That's it was about, 60 to 40. And and regardless of who would have won that one, that's about what I would have pictured being the you know, as far as percentages, regardless of who would have won it. I, I kind of saw a 60 40 going one way or the other. Actually, uh, Jonathan Winters jumped out to an early like 65 or so percent lead. And then it, Tom caught up there with the little last little bit here. So uh, this is another interesting one. Let's show the bracket here. And remember, guys, as we get into these later rounds, this is who would win in a fist fight. This is nothing. <laughs> no, to do with God the damn it. This is just Fuck. a fist fight. <laughs> All right. Well, listen, I was hoping I didn't have to fucking do this this week but as usual please don't listen to a goddamn word that fucking zach says when it comes to how to do the voting in this fucking show all right these are which ones are were more entertaining which which comedians uh you personally liked um which ones you thought were stronger on their stand-up game um or maybe even just fit your style and again if you don't know who the comedian is that's being voted on Please hold back your vote. Hell yeah. Yeah. All right. Let's get voting. Dave Chappelle versus Bill 
Engvall. Engvall. All right. Let's do the thing. Let's see how the it. voters... Uh, I feel like the voters know. these. They, they um, know both of them. They should. I don't know if there's a better stand-up comedian in, in this past three decades better than Dave Chappelle. Mm-hmm. He's both good. brutally honest, both very funny. Uh, Chappelle takes things to a higher level. Even his like slower, more like it was almost more like a hang sesh. What was it called? Blackbird? Yeah, his his more recent one that he did. Yeah, because he released two specials back to back. Yeah. Right after he came back from Africa. Yeah, there's, there's no better storyteller as a comedian on stage that I've heard. Uh he, he his ability to intertwine. We talked about this last time, intertwine storytelling and comedy. And then have you on the edge of your seat thinking hard about really serious topics. And then all of a sudden, you're like, gotcha, bitch. And that's, that's, <laughs> yeah. what he does. that's literally what he does. And it's so good. Yep. Voters, voters agree. Huge win for Dave Chappelle. 80% of the votes. Moving on Yo, to take yeah. on the winner of the next matchup, which is going to be Eddie Murphy or Lewis Black. All right. Here we go. Eddie Murphy, Lewis Black. Taking on the winner, Dave Chappelle. For the record, it was the bird revelation. That's what I was thinking of. Was the bird revelation? He released it at the same time as equanimity. 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 Shut up and update the bracket, will you? Sorry, Jesus. Jace would have had it updated about two oh minutes ago. I know. Ty- Jace types with two fingers. He's on vacation. It would make complete here. sense if people don't know. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass!" So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Or remember Eddie Murphy as a stand-up comedian. And I would respect He really that. only had, what, three, three stand-ups? He's, three. Uh, stand-up he's, also, he's also only the second funniest Murphy. Charlie. Yeah, Charlie Murphy. <laughs> I put my shoes on his couch. Um, but so but those but those specials that he had way back when, those are next level type shit. Dude, him talking about groundbreaking. Him talking about Mr. T ripping his dick off. <laughs> Christ. Jesus Christ. Yep. Again, comedian, not stuff you've seen in movies right. and stuff. We're talking strictly best comedian all right so if you've seen a movie that you hated he didn't do a, it has nothing to do with the movie and if you haven't seen his comedy then let's just not Good. vote on this yeah. anybody that's seen, seen eddie murphy's stand-up will immediately go to the homemade burger i got mcdonald's song i got mcdonald's i got mcdonald's mm-hmm. dude fucking hell and after the his show you put yourself... not. the fact that he's only done three of them ever is disappointing to me yeah. I agree. He started doing all those family family movies, which well, you know, because he has eighty five kids, so he wanted them to like something. But he should have, if he had went back to his roots, he's funny. Well, he had to wow. have, stop having all these ladies go back to his root. If you know what I'm saying. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but seriously, I, after the show, watch one of his stand up specials, but then watch Daddy Daycare. 
<laughs> on that note, this one's a or bit Norbert. surprising to me. One of these comedians, 76% of the votes, moves on to take on Dave Chappelle in a very tough matchup, Eddie Murphy. Eddie Did Murphy. did not expect that great of a landslide. I didn't either. Not mad about it by any means. Big, big, um, big win there. So congrats, Eddie Murphy. Moving on to take on Dave Chappelle in the third round. Here we go. This one, this is one that I've been interesting. I've kind of eyed this matchup for most of the day. I, Mitch Hedberg, Anthony Jeselnik, Jeselnik, Jeselnik. Listen, quit disrespecting the man. You know how to I can't say the guy. You start announcing him. Anthony Jeselnik. Jeselnik. Perfect. That's what we're going to start doing. Names I can't say. You guys help me out here. All right. Comment of the night, you Grimlock. (laughs) (laughs) Don't let that go to your head, Grim. Yeah. Damn. (laughs) Get the uh, conversation flowing on Mitch Hedberg and Anthony. Mitch Hedberg is the voice of a generation. Anthony Jeselnik had two seasons of a cable television show that was on in a shitty time. Yeah, Mitch yeah. Hedberg literally was just the voice of fucking potheads. That's it. Yeah, he wasn't no voice, no generation. I don't think he did. Yeah, that's voice. still a generation of no, people. It's not. Part no, it's of not. it. Subgenre. What are you fucking talking about? <laughs> so what? Not he was the generation the of my parents who went to Woodstock. Is that the generation he's part of? Yep. Yeah, my parents found him fucking hilarious as long as they were high. <laughs> Does you? I don't even think Eubin was excited for this pick. And Eubin likes to get high, yeah. allegedly. Uh, Eubin was very big on Chappelle. He told me about it across six or seven different voice messages today. You know, I got to go back. I got to go back to your fucking comment. You know, and I know we're <laughs> supposed to be talking about these comedians. But fucking what disrespect are you throwing to what generation right now? Please enlighten everybody here, Zach, with, with your fucking what generation is he the voice of? The 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 fucking slacker college. That's not a disenfranchised with disenfranchised with big business eighties consumerism. All right, they just want to fucking smoke a J, drop out, and look at the world through rose colored glasses. All right, it's a big part of that nineties counterculture alternative rock radio college uh, movement that happened around that time. George Carlin was listening to grunge and wore friggin' whole jeans with holes in the knees, like. That's that. That's a, their dude, man. The pullover. The, the pullover, pullover, yeah. pullover. I, I, I gotta agree with Zach. A, a type of generation. Oh, let's hear Brandon. Let's hear Brandon. He's gonna George, come right out of the goddamn chair. George Carlin was doing that in the seventies and eighties. Don't you remember his stuff about his whole bit about stuff? Yeah. I gotta go buy my. I gotta go get rid of my stuff to make more room for stuff. I gotta like he yeah. was making fun of consumerism in the fucking nineteen eighties. I mean, that's not. He Mitch Hedberg. I, I'm gonna. Toby is right. Mitch Hedberg was literally the one-liner funny guy that did it in so such a dry way. You're too close to the fire, Zach. You can't have you can't be having your you can't have your 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 true feelings attached to any of these picks. You have to try to be rational and take a step back. And I am irrational. I know, which is why you're you can't. <laughs> I am irrational. We're all we're all we're all shaped by our 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 life experiences. But if we're going to try to be as subjective as we can be without being robots, then we have to at least call it for what it is. And Mitch Hedberg is really idolized and lionized because he passed away. The guy had three comedy specials that were. Eddie Murphy. 
Yeah. <laughs> Eddie Murphy had three comedy specials because he was like the biggest name in Hollywood for a long time uh, for, in the 1980s. Uh, um, uh, the, the, the fucking name of the movies. Uh, one and two with Nick Nolte. I can't remember the name of that. Another 48 hours. In Beverly Hills Cop. And then in the 90s, he really shit the bed a couple of times. But, you know, in it was I love Norbit. But the point with with Mitch Hedberg is, is I listen, he's what is he? The number two seed in this? He number was. Seed? Yeah. Two. Like, I got um, God love you. God love Mitch Hedberg. And I love Mitch Hedberg. He's not the number two seed in the most best comedies of all time. Comedian. But I, I compare. I honestly compare Mitch Hedberg and and Dane Cook in the same conversation. They're one trick ponies. They appealed to a very niche audience, and that was it. This was um, this was a landslide. No surprise here. Anthony J. Yeah, because moves Brandon on. And Toby are swaying the vote. Oh, here we go. You tried to sway him, and they saw right through your shit. I'm going to say though, can we all agree? Generation. Can we all agree, though? And and the voting was already over before any of that stuff. I pressed it live, so you can't blame them. Uh, I think Mitch Hedberg had the most punchable face of anybody in the draft. Can we vote on Damn. that? I think Sam he's got. Kennedy. Let me take a look real quick. He's got the most Sam punchable. Face. Those really silly punchable. damn glasses. That's Chris, no, no, no. Chris Rock clearly had the most punchable oh. face. Oh, yeah. Okay. All right. I you there. Well played, all sir. Right. You win. Well Second most punchable face. All right, let's move on here. I am eating M&M's. M&M's, that's what they are. Louis C.K. Gabriel Iglesias. Louis C.K. was punching something, know what I mean? Hey! <laughs> Louis C.K.'s pony story about taking his, his daughter and his wife to Italy and seeing ponies for one morning is probably the funniest fucking thing I've ever heard in my life. Especially when he talks about, oh, shit, I, got, I, I didn't know. I had to look this up. I went, I made the mistake. I went on, I went on to an internet thread. He was like, what do you do if your ponies bite? People are like, you punch them right in the fucking face. He's like, what? <laughs> and then there's other people arguing saying, I fucking hate when people don't punch their fucking ponies in their fucking faces. I was like, what the fuck is going on? It's probably, it, it is a tear inducing fucking piece of his standup. Yeah, that was hilarious, Toby. It's pretty good. Uh, what was I going to say here? Oh, this one. I'm sorry. I'm watching the voting. Iglesias was a huge, huge out of the gate um, lead. And now it is very, very close. Very close. Yeah. You're um, going to blame Lewis's comeback on me, Zach? For Come on. You're salty, I, Zach. I'm calling this. I know. You're too attached to your picks. All right. It's okay. Eubin wow. picks the winners. You don't. We're going to get over this. We're going to talk about this. Moving on. The winner. Don't think anybody will be shocked by this one. Or maybe you will. I don't know. Moving on to take on Anthony. What is it, Toby? Jesselnik. Yeah, that was your key. Louis C.K. Louis C.K. Wins 57% of the votes. Very close. It's because the show is a prison. <laughs> Let me say real quick before we move on. The thing that I love about Louis C.K. the most is how downtrodden he is on himself. The self-loathing that comes from that man is... And it was clearly warranted, we found out. And it's a, it's a step away from, like, just, like, general self-deprecation. He is... I mean, yeah. He's just, he's just like... Yeah. Ah, ah, ah. It's, it's, it's hilarious. It's funny. 
Yeah. Louis was a funny show. I, I was, yeah. Yeah. Louis was funny. Yeah. yeah. All right. You know who else is funny? Well, some of us will agree that they're both funny. Some of us will think one, but the voters only have to pick one. It's Don Rickles versus Robin Williams. Winner will take on Richard Pryor and Chris Rock. Go do your thing. I'm scared how this one might turn out, but hey, I don't get a vote. I just get to press the button that says you go vote. So this will be uh this will be interesting. What's, what's your take on this one, Brandon? Don Rickles, Robin Williams. We're not supposed to talk about who we picked, and I'm not going to tell you who I picked, but I picked one of these, and it wasn't it was my pandering pick, and it was my third round pick. <laughs> that one. Don Rickles is uh, like I like I say, you, you want to talk uh, Zach talks about the uh what was it, uh, Nimesh Patel, is that right? Nimesh Patel, yeah seen on tiktok you i see rickles stuff on tiktok at least once a week and what i love to do about those on those is i love to go to the comments i love to open the comments yep. and you see the young kids who are like wow this is what comedy was like huh and it's like oh kid i remember this i remember this um you remember the uh the uh, the baseball documentary uh ken burns in the 1980s yep and the baseball what logan baseball documentary uh, yeah, it was just called baseball, baseball. and there it was Billy Crystal was being interviewed and, and he was talking about how he was a Mickey Mantle fan when he was a kid. And he's man, I love Mickey Mantle. He's great. And well, I don't remember who it was. Maybe his uncle. Somebody comes up to him and he goes, yeah, Mickey Mantle's good kid, but you never saw DiMaggio. You never saw the real thing. And that's kind of the feeling I get with, with Rickles that is, he is to comedy. He, and he doesn't get what he, uh, his, uh, his due in a lot of ways. I don't think either. So Rickles yeah. all the way. Brandon, that's a fucking insightful, really good analogy. That was awesome. I I, I I know exactly what part of that documentary you're talking about, and it is that exact is exactly how we how I would explain like Don Rickles or somebody to that. That was good. That was you get awesome. you get one of those a year, guys. So that's it. That was awesome. Well done. Well done. Well done. All right, Toby. You know what? We're gonna put a Brandon banner up now. Toby, you're gonna love this. <laughs> Eubin is doing some stuff in the chat. I think. Moving on, again, Don Rickles. Robin Williams is eliminated. <laughs> Toby can wow. stay on the Thursday show. Toby, it was one vote away from a tie. 52-48. Go ahead. I have a feeling not enough people watched Robin Williams stand up and not enough of, of, of you know, in our chat. But if you if you like Robin Williams, go watch his stand up because he is. If, if you feel like he's not funny. enough people have watched Robin Williams stand up, than not then even more people hadn't seen Don Rickles. Agree. Yeah. I'm sorry. That's You're probably right. But I think we you can 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 we liken like Toby or uh, Brandon was saying about Don Rickles seeing on TikTok. You see a lot more of Don Rickles on TikTok doing stand up bits than you ever see Robin Williams doing. I get where you're going, and I and I I, I see your point, Logan, with the. You know Robin Williams for his acting. You know Robin Williams for the Aladdin stuff, for the voice acting, for the voiceovers, for all the movies he did. You don't think of his stand-up comedy it, it, when you think of Robin Williams first. At least I don't. I think I, I would agree right. the majority of people don't. But Agreed. you know about it, right, is, is what yep. Toby's coming from, I think. Yeah. Yep. All right. That's good. This, this is another amazing matchup that I've been pretty excited about. Let's, let's bring up the um, bracket again. This is Richard Pryor versus Chris Rock. This is going to be a pretty good one. Both legendary. And uh, I'm excited to see what the chat does. The winner of this is going to take on Don Rickles' his last match of the second round. Then we slide in to the Elite Eight where it gets real. So, um, yeah, I'm going to press the vote. You guys feel free to talk about 
Richard Pryor, Chris Rock. This one's awesome. Well, I think Chris Rock would agree here who should win. Yeah. And I'm, I'm telling you that Chris Chris Rock was influenced by yeah. Richard Pryor 100%. There's no Chris Rock without Richard Pryor. Right. He ain't no DiMaggio. And and, and it has no nothing, to do, has nothing to do Pryor. just because he's no they're Eddie both. Murphy. Okay. And I don't, I, I certainly don't mean that just to mean that the, that because they're two black comedians. I mean it. There's no comedians after the '70s without Richard Pryor, uh, in in the way we think of 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 comedy. Any early '80s. Yeah, he was absolutely amazing. And uh, this one, yeah, this one's all but done. This is very landslided. I was expecting a little bit closer, but uh, it's not. Seventy-four percent of the votes. Moving on to take on Don Rickles. This is going to be a matchup. Richard Pryor. Yep. Richard Pryor. That is the end of round two. We are on to the Elite Eight. George Carlin versus Tom Segura. 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 No, you those right the first time. Okay, cool. Dave Chappelle, Eddie Murphy. Anthony who, Toby? Justin Lick. Nailed it. Louis C.K., Louis C.K., Louis C.K., Don Rickles, Richard Pryor. Elite Eight time. I'm excited. I'm excited for this one. It's getting good. Damn, there's some good fucking matchups here. This is this is always fun when you get down to the the eight and it's just the, the viewers kind of already have a a little bit of kind of who they're leaning to. I feel like some momentum. I feel like I don't really know at this point with eight left. I don't know who the viewers are seeing as the winner. You know, in a couple of the last drafts we had, it was pretty clear who was going to win. I'm interesting to, to see this one. Let's let's kick it off. George Carlin, Tom Segura, do the thing, chat. Anthony Jeffnick. Uh, winner of this matchup versus George and Tom is going to be Dave Chappelle and Eddie Murphy. Um, that, that's going to be a pretty wild final four. And then let's see what happens here. Yep. I, I wow. don't even, I can't even begin to compare these two. I just, they're just so they are, they're very different, extremely Agreed. different. Yep. Yep. Wow. This is, um, this isn't, Wow. Close yeah. at all. I was expecting. I'm even going to start typing it, Matt. Yeah, we're, we can call this one and move on to the next matchup. 71% of the votes. Who do you think, guys? Garland. Garland. Yep. Garland. 71% of the votes. Moving on to take on the winner of Dave Chappelle or Eddie Murphy. I'm going to go out on a limb and say that this matchup is going to have a similar ratio. I, so? I agree. Okay. I agree. I agree too. However, if I if it wasn't I a big fucking was, limb, then if if, if if I personally was to go and pick my favorite two, it's these two right here. My own personal favorite two comedies or comedians. It's these two guys right here. Dave Chappelle, Eddie Murphy, chat. You guys are uh, rifling in votes. Let's go and do the thing. And thanks everybody that did fill out a bracket. I'll uh, we'll, we'll, if you win a twenty dollar gift card, we'll uh, I'll make sure to to email you. That's why I ask you to email them in. And uh, we do have a bunch of people that still filled them out old school. We'll go through them and we'll announce the winner. So, um, yeah, this, here we go. This isn't the matchup, but I definitely want to say that Eddie Murphy and uh, Richard Pryor are about as similar as they can get with careers, with the exception of, of course, you know, freebasing cocaine, um, <laughs> setting yourself on fire. But right. uh, being comedians and, and great stand-up comedians, having specials that everybody wants to watch and every, millions of people watch, and then becoming great actors. And be yeah. having movies built around yourself. Um, I think either one of these could go on, and I wouldn't have a problem with it. I think I would hurt a little more if Chappelle did win. This matchup started off five votes. 
50-50. 10 votes, 50-50. 15 votes, 50-50. 20 votes, 50-50. 25 votes, 50-50. We're at 26 votes, 50-50. Holy shit. Didn't expect that. Holy shit. So uh, we're at 26. When we get to 27 votes, because it's stalled for a little bit, we will call it. If I don't see a 27 vote in about 10 seconds, we call it. The five of us will then vote to see who moves on to the final four. So I'm going to give like a, a five, four, three, two, one. I'm going to call it. There is a winner. A 27th vote came in. I'm calling it. Moving on. On a very big limb, he says, to take on George Carlin is Eddie Murphy. Didn't see that one coming. Nope. There goes my bracket. I don't think you could go wrong with either. As long as people are voting truthfully and actually, and, and I believe everyone is, if they watch the stand-up, either one of those two are yeah. freaking fantastic. George Carlin wins that. I, that was, I didn't see that one coming, but um, hey, I, 27 I, votes. I could have seen it going that close, but I, I would not have thought that it would have gone the way that it did. I, I, we all I yeah, thought Chappelle was going to win by a little bit. The problem was we all got on this limb that Zach was advertising to be big. We out. got on there, it broke, and that's what happened. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I waited for Toby to get on, then I sawed it up. <laughs> <laughs> all right, move Fuck it. Fuck you, Toby. Wow. Wow. <laughs> All right, <laughs> moving on. Even. Which hey, this happens in the brackets. You get it filled out. Like Sam's like, yep, brackets done. Um, you know this this shit happens every once in a while. You get a bracket buster. So just like uh, to all the Arizona Wildcat fans out there, you blew it yeah. as a two seed. All right, moving on. Anthony, who Toby? Jesselnick. Jesselnick. Uh, okay, is going to take on Louis C. K. No, oh, nope. I I honestly I don't I don't know who I'd vote here. I I Jessenick's my favorite, but taking favoritism out of it. Um, like I said, it's the for Louis C.K., he does such a great job with his storytelling, but it's it's when he becomes so hard on himself that it's just it's it's in, it's enchanting. Brandon, what what's your thoughts on this one? Because I I, I think I know who I would vote. Got to go to Louis C.K. on this. I agree with you. That's who I. That's who I would pick. The reason I say it was we're already into the twenty for votes, so I feel by the time YouTube delay gets this, you guys have already pressed the vote button. Unless there's, I think there's somebody that's like sneaky out there that's just kind of hanging out, saying, "I'm waiting for fifty fifty, so I can I'm determine the winner." Fifty fifty, so I can be the person. And if I, if you had to pick one of the viewers, that it would be Grim, Grim, you, been. Grim. Oh, I was going to say Grim, but I'm thinking Eubin's uh, probably... Uh, <laughs> Three people were all thinking Grim. <laughs> I, I initially thought Grim, but I was just thinking maybe Eubin just couldn't quite see the screen. You know what I mean? He probably had a long day. His eyes are a little low. He's tired You know, Shoe from all the stress of, of having you know the, the women's college basketball teams in his town they're hosting and he, what he does for a living. But uh, but see, that's to, to, to Eubin's point that he made, that's why I love him so much because Ooh, he's win? another, I don't give a fuck. <laughs> comedy is comedy. There's yep. no limit to comedy. There's no rules to comedy. All right. We have you a guys winner. Let's talk about dead babies. I mean, that's, that's supposed to be a no go no matter where you go, but fucking Christ, it's funny. 
He did the thing. Oh, okay. Here, here he is. I vote early, motherfuckers. Lol. Lol. Moving on. Third, final four out of four. Luis, Louis CK. They're getting easier to say. That's cool. Goodbye. We're eliminating, we're eliminating the difficult ones. <laughs> and can I say that although Louis CK is hilarious, let's all admit he has no fucking business being in the final four in this thing. I'm well, saying that right. I don't agree with I'm that. I'm saying he's awesome. In the bracket worked out. He wins the, the his part of the bracket. I, I have no problem with that. But Louis C.K. is not in the final four of anybody's best comedian. Ladies and gentlemen, this is the time of the program where we realize Logan doesn't know what he's talking about. <laughs> I mean, he's you're, you're trying to tell me, though, at least he's not a top five to top ten comedian in the entire planet. Definitely, I'm saying definitely not top four for anybody, not even himself, clearly. Hmm. Um, I mean, if he's scratching the top ten, maybe. Well, I mean, he was picked seven. That's top I, I understand. I okay. understand. No, I mean, no, I'm, I'm, say, I'm saying we are the authority. I'm saying if we all did our own bracket, Louis. If, now, maybe I'm wrong. I probably <laughs> whatever. Louis C.K. should not be Why the top you... four of something like this unless he falls into his bracket. Of all people, saying. Angel was the one that made you correct your ways. Bitch is okay. scary. <laughs> Angel, tell him to switch to off-brand whiskey. That way he doesn't spend so much money on it. Tell him to drink Evan Williams. That's just oh, fucking... No. 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 All right. God. Let's keep this moving. Don Rickles, Richard Pryor. We could go on a rant where we bust each other's balls for the next four hours and nobody else wants to see it. Maybe you do. Maybe we'll just do that for one Isn't episode. Isn't that what the Tuesday show is? Kind of. But we show TikTok videos. All right. Let's do the thing. Don Rickles, Richard Pryor. I'm I'm excited for the I'm a little nervous I, about this one. Ah, mm. I, I feel like I know. Again, who I, I would feel vote. like I have too much personal feeling in this one because of the type of the my the style of comedy that I enjoy. True. There's one that I clearly like better. That who who would I would vote for, and, and we'll obviously do a recap there. And I think the wow, it's becoming a little bit of a landslide here. Becoming a little bit of a landslide. Yeah, I think it's pretty safe. We can call this one before you announce it. Okay, who did more cocaine? Oh, who did more cocaine? Yeah, fucking Richard Pryor. He probably did more than so. everybody on this list <laughs> combined. That's that's I mean, more combined, than Eddie. Yeah, I I would think. Oh, I absolutely. mean, maybe not all of them combined, but there was a lot. Uh, moving on. Maybe he's got cocaine in his nostrils. Maybe he doesn't anymore. Probably somewhere. Uh, Richard Pryor. Moving on to the final four to take on somebody that Logan doesn't think should be in the final four, but made the final four. This is going to be a good final four. Butler. George Carlin, Eddie Murphy, Louis C.K., Richard Pryor. Final four. <laughs> You've been with a $1.49 super sticker. <laughs> he sent that salt no. shaker because you're salty. Somebody you know salty. What? I could have seen and like he's <laughs> I want to. I want to. Can we bring that that back up real quick? Yeah, absolutely, man. I think the I'm fine with the final four. You could have had Dave Chappelle in the final four. You could have had Rickles in the final four. You could have had Robin Williams in the final four. You could have had, uh, not Mitch Hedberg. Uh, let's see. Uh, <laughs> you, you could have had any of those in the final four. Maybe even uh, Gabriel Iglesias or Chris Rock, and I would have been okay with it. I agree. That, that's how stacked this was, and I think everybody's yeah. kind of done good, done done well. Yeah. Yep. yep. No, I think uh, I think we're good. 
Final Four, George Carlin, Eddie Murphy, Louis C.K., Richard Pryor. It's going to be good. Let's, uh, you guys ready? Let's do the thing. We got uh, three matchups left. Viewers, it's in your hand. I spelled Murphy wrong. I put Perfy. Not sure why. <laughs> Eddie Perfy, not Eddie funny. Eddie Perfy, not so funny. Eddie Murphy, let's see how funny people think. George Carlin, Eddie Murphy, viewers, do your thing. And then the winner of this will move on to the championship to take on Louis C.K., Richard Pryor. All right. What are, you, what are you guys thinking about this one? It's just I say that now bad. because we're at 18 votes. There's, You know what I mean? So by the time... You make me pick, and I'm going to go with the broad catalog, the, 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 the deep cuts... Carlin's got it, man. He's got yeah. He's got everything that that'll make you laugh. Do you want to you want to laugh about silly kind of like honestly silly uh, uh, Jerry Seinfeld type stuff? Read some of his older books, which are just bits that are written out in jokes. Uh, can you, you read it the, to me? I can. You you want the you want the political stuff? Go watch his his some of the stuff on Reagan or Bush, uh, or even Clinton, as he called yeah. Clinton, right? Clinton. Yes. Um, uh, yeah. You know. His last special before he passed away was, in my mind, his best. I know somebody on the show said they didn't like it. I thought it was fantastic. But so, I, you you pick Eddie Murphy. I'm not gonna be mad though. That's the thing. Agree. Right. Both. Um, yeah. I mean, like I, I agree with you. Just about any of these guys in the final four. Um, let. I mean, Nikki. Sorry, you're the only female in here. Didn't think you were gonna get to the final four, but any of these guys. And uh, this one we're gonna call 71 to 29 percent. Moving on to the championship to take on the winner of Louis C.K. and Richard Pryor is George Jesus Carlin. Christ. George Carlin had a heart attack every 10 years for the last four years of his life. He was just oh, literally yeah. surviving on spite, I tell you. Mm-hmm. Yes. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. Hold on. Hold on. Zach, can you say that again? He had a heart attack, he had a heart attack every 10 years for the last 40 years of his life. All right. What don't you get? And his ashes were scattered in front of his favorite New York City nightclubs. When I heard it, I thought he said <laughs> a heart attack every 10 years for the last four years of his life. Uh, I'm, in, I'm in the same room. <laughs> oh, just like Ian. My ears are fucked up, or you don't know how to talk, sir. I mean, everybody I else it. understood him. I got a voice for newspapers. Yeah, you do. It was I funny, though. Producer Zach is going to have a uh, a shirt soon that's just going to say ENS. And everybody's going to be like, what the fuck is ENS? ENS. <laughs> yeah. to practice. See, Grim heard for you. Thank you, Grim. Okay. Well, that's who, that, that's who you want on your team? Go against <laughs> no. me yes, it is. You know what? We're going to be allies now. <laughs> oh, shit. Some of, right, funniest, some of the funniest shit Toby says is under his breath. You guys don't catch it. I'm just saying. <laughs> you son of a bitch, man. <laughs> all right last matchup of the final four to take on george carlin is going to be louis ck or richard Pryor. voting is live meow right now. i will say this even though that i agree with louis ck being in the final four there's there's no contest here yeah i i'm yeah. on the same page as you and in, in my opinion and i think in your opinion as well and i agree We'll uh, we'll see we'll see how this shakes out. Uh, thir- Fourteen votes in. I think the they're already on the same page. Richard jumps out to an eighty-two percent lead after seventeen votes. 
18 votes still there. I think it's safe to call this after 20 votes, 84%. And that's kind of what I meant. Like, yeah, he's going up against prior, but like, funny how the people that would have put in votes for somebody else. Yeah, saying. Out of the five of you, who would have went harder at Studio 54? Interestingly enough, I probably would have never gone. I was going to say, I don't, I didn't see Toby ever would ever step foot in that place. Yep. I, uh, I wouldn't be dead. I'd go pretty hard. I feel like I, if, if it was like a challenge, I feel like I could go real do, hard. Do Matt and I meet up or are we there on different nights? <laughs> what is this Dick Clark telethon going on in the chat right now? <laughs> it's awesome though. <laughs> It's funny that they're all different colors. Yeah, like I wish we could show the. You can I, tell Eubens at darts right now. No, I think he's home. Is he really? There's no way he's at darts doing this. Maybe he lost early. Is right. that how darts work? I don't know. Let's he's let's spending, the, He's spending his weed money, so you know he's going to be sad. So well, that means he probably went to the dispensary and he's feeling pretty good right now. Uh, let's do the thing. Final matchup: George Carlin, Richard. Prior, both names I can pronounce. I'm interested to see how this goes. Mm. Viewers, if you're ready, fellas, I know you're ready. I'm going to put this in the poll because I was not ready. Uh, let's see here George Carlin, Richard Pryor. Ladies and gentlemen, go vote. Let's see who will be the champion of the best comedians. This is pretty good. Oh, he's doing laundry, so he probably found one of the kids like $20 that he gave him forever ago and was like, <laughs> I'm going to put this towards their orthodontist. Nope, I'm going to put it towards the show because I can pay for this shit out of pocket. See, I was thinking that he was doing laundry and he found like four mostly empty carts and he just really reefed on those, like really super hard to make sure he got all of it out of there. You know what yeah. George Carlin was really good at? He was He, he was such a smart comedian. Mm-hmm. He could talk fast. He could, and, and it was, of course, of all all memorized. But he could talk fast. He could get down, and he had a good way of just like just. You, you heard the joke? Well, here's a little fucking more. You know, like he just he was good at that. Very intelligent. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. Yep. Whereas Pryor was a bulldog man. He would just go out there and just get after it. Get after his. Oh own, yeah. Get on his own bits. The crowd. The fucking MC. The showrunners. Everything. Man, he would just go for it. I talked about Chappelle being a good storyteller. Obviously, Pryor was too. I mean, the wino. Oh my God. That, the wino. You want to suck my what? Suck my blood? They take ass down to the blood bank. Like, that shit is hilarious. <laughs> Hope you get the sickle sale. That shit is great. He put everything he had into his stand up. Like, and not saying, and some of the others, they like, sweat. Like, Pryor would be exhausted mm-hmm. midway through mm-hmm. and just, well, you said a bulldog. Like, yep. he would power through that. Oh, well, that's cocaine. Yeah, you know, well, there's that. Yeah, he'd go to the bathroom and sniff his keys for a little bit. Okay, and he'd be good. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Yeah. Votes in. Producer Zach, what do you think? Call it. We got a winner. I don't think there's any coming back. No, I don't think so. All right. Yeah. Stuck Let's at 22. Couldn't get a 27 out of this one, huh? Nope. nope. The winner is Mitch Hedberg. <laughs> the winner is not Mitch Hedberg with 59% of the votes. 59 oh, to close. 41. Very close, as it should be. In the championship match, the winner, the best comedians, George Carlin. George Carlin. Well done. Sir. I don't think that's, anybody. That's, that's neat. That's worth it. Yeah, I don't think we could have. You couldn't have gone wrong, like you guys said, in any of the final four. Definitely the championship. Um, 
that was good. Uh, it, it's, I guess it pays off to have the number one pick apparently in the draft because the number one pick has won a lot of the last couple of weeks. So we got to, we'll think of a good topic here. Uh, viewers, if you guys want to throw in the topics, we'll star them. We'll have them for consideration. We're going to throw the next four out there and fellas, we'll, um, we'll put our recommendations um, real quick backstage after we tell everybody goodbye. So viewers, we'll just give you a minute, throw in all your suggestions. We have a huge list of, of all of them. And I know there was three that uh, did okay um, in, in I there. Think the, I think that's the first time two first round draft picks faced each other for the final. I think you're right. You're, yeah. prior, I know prior was my first round. Yeah. Prior was no second round. Prior was a six. Prior was my six. Who's my first? No, I think it wasn't Brandon. Uh, no, you didn't bring up the rear this time. Did you? I think I was I think I might have been. I don't remember what I was. Here, we'll bring it up real quick. Just if anybody wants to see the picks, not that they matter. Um, no, I had prior. I was going to say, I think Logan had you prior. Had prior? I yeah. thought I had prior this this past. Oh, no, that's right. I got upset when you picked prior. You're trying to steal my like, thunder. Fuck. Here we go. This was uh, this was what we drafted last week. Let me remove this screen. Let me show oh, you. Oh, my, my, my first round, I believe, was Don Rickles. Correct. Yep. Yeah. Yep, Rickles, yep. Murphy. So it was a second rounder. Yeah, yeah, yeah. second round. My second round, my... second round, a first round. And... In your defense, it's a snake draft, so you probably right. bang them out real quick. Yeah. Yep. And so... who was who was the fourth one again? It was Richard, Louis C.K., Carlin, uh, and, oh, and Eddie Murphy. So yeah, yeah. very there. So, yeah. so real, real quick, this will take ten seconds. One of the players on my baseball team today, we're sitting in class. He goes, "Hey, uh, I watched your." Uh, I watched your show. It's really good. I was like, uh, thanks, buddy. And not really for kids, but I mean, he's old enough. He goes, I uh, just want to let you, you suck. You fucking suck at picking video game characters. Well, now you can tell him to be like, dude, I had two fucking top, top tier picks. Well, I was, I was like, and, and I mean this, it's, 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 it just came out. I said, well, I'm not a fucking dork who plays video games all day. And there's a teacher standing next to me, gave me the dirtiest look in the world. Like he was just that, like that is the least offensive thing it said at your school in the last. Was it? Year. Yeah. Was, was it because you said dork or fucking? Well, I, no, I you know, but like I didn't. I said dork. Like, oh. like I'm I'm not supposed to call gamers dorks at school. Like to each their own. It would be really funny. I'm just like fuck, and I I think I made this guy mad. It would be really funny, Matt. I don't know. I hope he's watching. Hey, Logan, take us out. Hey, tell everybody goodbye. Love you all. And that's to his student. <laughs> I thought you were better than that. You're educating the youth mind, and that's all right. He says, love you all, and we do love you all. We'll be back next Tuesday for Triple T, and we'll be back next Thursday to draft. That was for you, Eubin, in the background. Uh, we'll come back to draft, whatever it is, so check out the Beard Laws community tab. We will, uh, we will put in the top four. That's all I got. I love how Toby kills his background. It's awesome. 